Welcome to Off the Shelf with your host, Wayne Hastings. During more than 30 years in the publishing industry, Wayne has done it all. And in this podcast, he shares his wisdom with you. Now, here's Wayne Hastings. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Wayne Hastings Company podcast. I hope you're having a pleasant day wherever you may be. My name is Wayne Hastings, and our company's purpose is to help you market, develop, and sell remarkable books. Today, we're going to continue our series on customer or reader engagement. Uh, This is the third part of a five-part series, and customer or reader engagement is so important as we build an active community, as we begin to expand our list of readers who become fans who recommend our books. As we said in the first session, it's important to engage readers because, first of all, they, they spend more money. They, they like to buy our books. Um, they're also easier to retain. It costs far less energy uh, to retain your readers than it is to go out and find new ones. And then another good reason is they, they, they refer your books to their friends, and that increases your pool even more. Our end goal is to give you a, what Seth Godin refers to as a tribe. Um, it's a group of people who have an affinity for you and your books, and to be able to continue to expand that so that you can continue to tell them about your books, that's called marketing, and you can expand maybe an email list to regularly communicate with them, but the goal is to get you a group of people who are engaged with you as an author. We did an introduction in our first session. Our second section was uh, how they respond to your content and how you can use your content to uh, enlarge that pool of engaged readers. Today, we're going to talk about you. It's their response to you and how that response to you can help them um, and be a part of the, the pool of fans which we hope for you to develop. And, and there's three points I want to cover in this. The, and the first one is called identification. They, they identify with you. And, and that's really no different than what most marketers would call branding. What is your brand? I, I believe deeply in the process of branding. Marketing in itself, at the basic level, is building a brand in the mind of your reader. And if you can build a powerful brand, if you can build a powerful identification, you'll have a powerful marketing program. You'll have a strong engine. And if you can't, all the advertising, all the fancy covers and titles and sales promotion and public relations in the world are not going to help you reach the objective of selling more books. Take a supermarket or a drugstore with brands lining the shelves. Uh, A lot of buying takes place as customers pick and choose between various brands, right? But where's the selling? The selling is in the brand. In this age of multimedia and especially social media, Uh, The endorsement of a product is this guarantee, and that endorsement is represented by the brand name rather than by some person, a salesperson, who's going to show you the product and give you the benefits and all that. You have have developed a trust in that brand, and and we want the same thing for, for your readers. What's been true for years in this scenario of a supermarket is now catching on everywhere, as people become more brand-centric. And nothing, 
is more brand-centric than the Internet. I mean, for heaven's sakes, customers are purchasing cars from websites without ever seeing the car, without even going for a test drive. Those of us in the book business know the, know the ramifications of Amazon and how people search for titles. And what do they look for? They're looking for a brand that they trust. So, what is a brand? A brand is nothing more than a word in someone's mind. Now, it's a special word, but it's a word. And that brand name is a noun. It's a proper noun. And they they have that image in their mind. As they identify with you, they have that brand image, that name in their mind. Uh, Any proper noun is a brand, but you are a brand. And if you truly want to be a successful author... If you want to sell more books than you are now, you need to consider yourself as a brand and you need to act accordingly. And the power, what we have to understand is the power of a brand really lies in the ability to influence someone's engagement and then their purchasing behavior. And I hate to put it on such business terms, but let's face it. Uh, those of us who write like to make money from our writing, and we, we need a tribe of people who are engaged, and we need a, a group of people who are going to be willing to buy our books. But a, And so we, we have this thing called identification. They are identifying to us as a brand. They know if they come to us, they're going to get a particular kind of experience, a particular kind of book. So, any identification or branding program needs to be designed to differentiate you from every other author in the book. Um, Even if some of those authors within your genre all look alike, you need to develop this identification that sets you apart. It, It creates in the mind of the reader a perception that there's no other book quite like yours. They come to an expectation of your book, and that, that's expectation of quality, that's expectation of content, that's expectation of how good a writer you are, but when they see your name, they know that they can trust it for what they're looking for. So, one of, one of the ways to build engagement through their response to you as an author is called identification, and it is extremely powerful to think through and to develop you as a brand. Uh, Think about your website, think about your covers, think about your titles. All of that goes into making you a successful brand. That's point one. The second point in in response to you and how to get engagement uh, is is called affinity. And affinity is really the organizations or the groups with whom you are you reach out to it and who are part of your overall uh, publishing strategy. In, in other words, uh, if you're if you're writing books about baseball, it might be good for you to be connected with certain organizations that support baseball. Uh, if you're writing about parenting. It'd be good for you to be and have affinity with certain groups that all are about raising children. And those groups can be found on Facebook, they can be found on Twitter, they can be found physically, but they're affinity groups that you can associate with and from those affinity groups, gain more followers, engage with more people, find more people who want your content and are willing to become part of your tribe and willing to purchase your books. 
So we, we, we increase engagement through response to ourselves, and we do that through something called identification, which is your brand. We do it through something called affinity, which is your alignment with organizations or groups. And then the last one I want to talk about is what I, what I title similarity. And similarity are readers who have been through circumstances, uh, maybe like you've gone through. Uh, they, they see themselves in you. you. You represent something to them. So let's, let's say you're, you're writing a book on music. And and you're uh, you're writing a book on the mu- the great hymns that come from the church. Well, the, the similarity is going to be a group of people who love those hymns, whose circumstances have brought them through those hymns, and they have an affinity for those hymns, and so they're going to be attracted to you as an author. They they see themselves in you because you're writing about something they love, or you're writing about circumstances which they've gone through that they see something in you that brings them close to you. Uh, my, my last book was on loss. Uh, it was done in the fact that I had suffered a couple of losses in my life, and I, and I wrote a book about it. Well, that book attracted, because of the circumstance of loss, now, that book attracted a group of customers who, to this day, still follow me and often either send me a direct message or an email or something and ask me a question about going through a period of loss. That's similarity. They have similar circumstances to what I've gone through. Uh, you, you might be a, a fiction writer and you're writing in a particular genre and maybe the circumstance hasn't, hasn't been the same, but it's something that they enjoy going through and they're going through that circumstance with you. The conflict within your fiction book is a circumstance and they're going through that with you and they enjoy going through it with you. So reader engagement, it's extremely important as we build our marketing plan, as we build a group of customers who are going to support what we do. Uh, The last time we were together on this, we talked about your content. This time we talked about the response to you. And we talked about three ways in which you can gather more people into your group. One was identification, which is nothing more than your brand. The second one was affinity, which are organizations and groups which you're linked to that you can speak into and gain followers. And the third one was similarity, people who have gone through or want to go through similar circumstances with someone like you. Thank you for listening. We'll be back uh, next week with uh, another part of this series on customer engagement. I hope you're enjoying it. If you, if you would like to, please send me your questions, send me your topic suggestions at info at waynehastings.com. It's always a delight to read your emails and see uh, and hear from you directly um, and be able to communicate together on this journey of being an author. Thanks for being with us today. Until next time. You've just finished listening to another great episode of Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also be grateful for a review. If you'd like to suggest a topic, email info at waynehastings.com. Thanks for listening to Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings.